What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Billions Season 4 After Show, where tonight we are talking flagship wars, sailors, and I'm not talking the guys on the water, and Chuck's true colors finally shining through. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Woo-hoo! I love hey, this music. Hey, happy Mother's Day, darling. Thank you. Happy, happy Mother's Day Mother's to all. Day. Yeah, to all the mamas watching right now. Welcome, everyone, to the Billions After Show, where we have another episode in the books. My name is Nadine Dalpal, and I'm hosting with the lovely Regina Coles. Hello, Regina. Hello, Nadine. And Thank you so much for the warm welcome. Yeah, and we were just talking about this before we went on air, but your kids got you a beautiful edible arrangement. Edible arrangements. Aww. They kept it healthy this year. There you go. You know, that's so that's wonderful. All good. Yeah. That's wonderful. I hope you sent your mom something nice. Oh, I did. It's coming in the mail. I'm not going to surprise her because oh. she's watching right now. Oh. She'll see it once it comes in the mail, and then we'll chat about okay. it maybe next week. All right. But yes, yes, I was a good, I was a good daughter to my mama. I love her. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. Um, All right. As we do, let's talk about some initial thoughts on the Episode 9 American Champion. American Champion. Well, I like, first of all, the title, American, and anything that stands for keeping it in America, Mm -hmm. you know, businesses being owned, which is basically what that title meant. But uh, moving along from that, yeah. Why is Wendy still with Chuck? <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah, there's lots to get there's Mother's lots Day. to get to with that later. Ew. I know. It's that whole relationship is just like, man, it's one thing after the next and no one's really changing. Right. Nothing's changing. It's kind of at a standstill. No one really wants to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that needs to hopefully uh next season we see it kind of fade out or something. I don't know. There's lots of predictions for it, right? It is. It's this was a Busy episode, not yeah. as busy as the ones previous, but yeah, uh, it's always keeping you, you know, jumping out of your seat. What's mm-hmm. going on next with Taylor and Axe and their war? And yeah, oh. well, it actually broke down into even more. Now we saw more of Dollar Bill, we saw mm-hmm. more of Bonnie, we saw more storylines and stuff that we mm-hmm. haven't seen before, right? And they were introducing new stuff as well with Taylor's new yeah. possible love interest. A lot of so there's lots of, yeah, Our subplots founder, that are Kevin happening, Underbill. um, right now. And uh, Angela Hardwick. Thank you for chatting already with us. And for everyone who doesn't know, the chat is up. So if you guys want to continue the conversation, let us know what your initial thoughts are. Um, Angela says, this was a confusing episode of so many subplots, which is what we just said. Yes. A question. Why does Dollar Bill have two families? I don't know, girl, because he's Dollar Bill, maybe? I I don't know. It's just he drives around in a minivan, has two families, is an insecure dude, as we always know. I kind of want to dive into more of that, of what's happening there, but it's just like everyone knows and nobody cares. Is it because the guy makes so much money that well, he's able to do it? Well, he's a charmer, but yeah. it's the money first. But I don't know. What does Bonnie see in him? Just, uh, Bonnie just likes fun. And that <laughs> whole... Well, man, that quickie. That, did that make anyone else like feel... I was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like, like that. Mm. But I did like the shot with the minivan well, door opening and then shutting like that. She worked him. She got what she wanted. Mm-hmm. She did get what she wanted. In more ways than one. Hey! <laughs> Regina, with the mic drop there. Uh, so to answer your question, Angela, I, I don't know what's happening with him there. He seems happy. He has, I don't know, to each his own, I guess. It's just, if the families don't know, it just, Dollar Bill is skeezy. And he always has been a little bit for me. Um, but amazing character. We love him as a character, but that's what his personality is, so it makes sense. Um, Tony says, Tony Ariso says, the only thing I remember about Dollar Bill's family is he sent an email to his wife when he was arrested 
telling about how he cheated her so they didn't have leverage on him to declare against Axe. Yeah, mm. I mm. forgot about that. That is something good to know. So obviously, these two women are still with him. So hey, as long as the check comes don't in care. the mail, right? it may be something like that. Uh, but yeah, maybe we'll see more of Dollar Bill's kind of madness and craziness happening. Uh, but let's dive into Bobby's madness and craziness. This episode, uh, he had it on two ends. But let's first talk about the whole Sailors Company mm. situation with Rebecca. Um, First of all, loving them. I'm loving their relationship together. Like, I really like her for Mm -hmm. him. And I just like her as a person. Yeah. And you don't like a lot of people. Like, you like people on this show, but you know they have their, like, dark sides. He's mad as match But I don't think that she has a dark, dark side like that. I don't think... I think she's a good businesswoman, has good plays. I don't think she's... uh, Really? Yeah, but I don't think she's, like, uh, like a negative... Like, um... Uh, like a negative type way, like her personality. I don't know how to describe it. I don't think she's a bad person intentionally. Uh... You think she's bad? No. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I, you know, like her, but mm-hmm. I'll say this. Everyone has a dark side. Oh, for sure. And but I'm not so, seeing that. I haven't seen that yet. She hasn't had a reason yet. Yeah. You know, Bobby's smitten. She's smitten. So yeah. everything is going along great. Yeah. For now. I love, I, I just so, love her. Um, I just love her character a lot. I'm yeah, very happy she's, she's a part she's of the show. such a strong woman and just really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so they there's a scene with them. Uh, opens up, and they're they're outside the sailors, uh, the sailors department store. department store, and they're discussing what to do for the first day because mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like first day of school jitters, but it's buying a new company. You know, right. I haven't had experience of being CEO of a company, so I don't know what that's like. Yeah. But I know about going to school the next day. <laughs> um, and so they talk about that they're not going to fire everyone in the company because Rebecca wants to show stability mm-hmm. in the streets, doesn't want it to be like, hey, I came in and did all this negative stuff to this company. No, let's actually have our board meeting and we'll kind of figure it out mm-hmm. not go in there with axes literally got the pun thank you thank you <laughs> um but taylor decides that taylor finds out what's happening that this is the first day of uh of rebecca and bobby having seats on the board rebecca being the ceo of it mm-hmm. and taylor wants to make their first day miserable by making rebecca think that they have the board when actually taylor owns it so right. now it's taylor's mission mm-hmm. to take over this company and my plan to you is is like or my question to you is is taylor now just completely on the road of revenge like it doesn't matter getting involved in something that has nothing to do with them just because it has to do with bobby and rebecca is this just going to be the ploy always it's just hitting each other back and forth i mean yes well when she found out in the last episode that rebecca was behind the uh trying to buy out her father's Mm -hmm. company well yeah it was a big hit so uh she vowed at that point she's going for everybody she's Mm -hmm. like out for revenge. Yeah. And the thing about it that um, concerns me is how far do you go with the revenge? Mm-hmm. 
because they that's keep what I'm saying. Is it, it exactly? It just keeps being this like tit for tat thing, and I get that the stakes are actually big, and that was a massive stake because it was against family. Yeah, and that was more of an emotional thing. I mean, mm-hmm. when it was mainly Wendy's doing, but Rebecca was involved with it as right. well. Um, but I'm seeing like this this more darker side to Taylor. Yeah, and we see that later in a shot when Taylor realizes that they kind of lost this war, which we'll get into. Mm-hmm. And you just see that like, okay, well now he's basically on my shit list, and just like sits there and stares like. Well, you know, she's and it's after everybody. Yeah, and it's kind everybody. of frightening. Yeah, is, is it frightening? Like, should we be sure. scared? Yeah. Well, like I, one of my predictions last week was, yeah. I don't know how how far the writers will take it. Yeah. But in four seasons of Billions, mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever lost a main character, right? Yeah. Or so. You thinking Taylor is going to be the one to? Murder someone, or is Taylor well, going to be murdered? Maybe not murder, but it might be accidental. Oh, these are predictions but, here. <laughs> <laughs> I just, where yeah. do you go from here where you just That's keep thing. stabbing folks in the back and yeah. you just keep hating and upping the ante on everything, trying to one up? I agree with you, and I think that's where it looks like it's going. It's getting dark, and it's getting deep, yeah. and it, you just see it with these shots that they're doing as well mm-hmm. that... It's it may be more than just like money revenge kind of. I yeah. think you're right. Maybe it could lead to something horrible like that. Um, well, let us know what you guys think. If you guys agree or not in the chat, I'd love to hear your opinions on this. Shocking finale. We'll oh see. yeah. Oh, so you're saying this season is when we're going to see it? Well, I, maybe. Well, we'll get into that later with the news. <laughs> with the news, uh, but, we will uh, get into that amazing news, everyone. Yeah. Um, so, so Taylor and Lauren decide to meet with Sanford's son, obviously, at this amazing cereal bar place. It did look the way they described it was how I felt looking at it, like the shots they had. I felt like a little kid. I felt like Kellogg's. it was fun, and it's like even as a adults whenever you say cereal like mm-hmm. we get excited why is it i don't know it's just it reminds us of we childhood cereal yeah and and like day people eat cereal for dinner yeah but Some it's like i know like frosted flakes or flakes, flakes. or flakes <laughs> or lucky charms or yeah. cinnamon toast crunch like that's like mm-hmm. my childhood in a bowl like yeah. all that sugar and then you stop doing it, obviously because it's not good for you you don't eat but, cereal me, I, sometimes I eat cereal, okay. but I eat healthy cereal. But yeah. it's not, but I mean, I'm oh. talking like the sugary, yeah, yeah. beautiful ones Frosted that you saw. Flakes, sugar yeah. pops. And yeah, that you, you see saw on the walls there. Yeah. So it, it was, um, it, it is a good place to get people happy mm-hmm. and to show that kind of side of like, hmm, this is a good place to have a conversation. Well, I you think. could tell with the son that, mm-hmm. like he said, he only ate what cereal like once, once a, a week once a week yep and so you could tell like any kid that age you look forward to getting up every morning p- pouring that bowl of cereal mm-hmm. and you know just uh all that good sugar to take you to school right mm-hmm. so mm. Mm-hmm. So you could tell. Yeah, you he could was t- like really he, excited. Yeah, and he was a smart guy, and Taylor super impressed him. Sarah, mm-hmm. um, not Sarah, Lauren no. ended up. Yeah, Lauren ended up like kind of doing a twist and being like, "Oh, this was Taylor's idea," and did all of this stuff behind the scenes, and it actually worked for Taylor's benefit. And Taylor's just really good at talking with people straight up, not mm-hmm. very personable in the sense of like it being like lovey dovey but it's more straight to the fact she's as not we know. a BSer. no not at all and just no. go straight to it and people are especially people with a lot of money mm-hmm. that they're going to invest they want to trust someone mm-hmm. like that because they know what they're talking mm-hmm. about um so obviously the meeting went well and uh they were able to go and meet with uh papa sanford um but after that initial serial meeting what we kind of predicted happened taylor and lauren ended up hooking up and what mm. do we think this is going to cause with Sarah? 
What is going to happen when Sarah finds out? Because there's something else going on there. Well, I'm going to make a prediction. No, we're having all predictions. Not now, but I kind of said that. I sensed that when uh, they first introduced her character, Mm -hmm. that there was going to be some kind of attraction between her and she, Mm -hmm. they, Taylor. Mm Got to stick with the days, guys. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. I saw that. Well, coming. we saw last episode too mm-hmm. when um, when Taylor gave Lauren props for for helping, yep. and we saw Sarah just give a look mm-hmm. because there was a connection there yeah. that you could sense completely happening with Lauren and Taylor. So we kind of knew this was happening. I think it's it it's always gets messy as we see whenever there's inner office relationships or works like that. It's it's always gets a little sticky, especially when there's a lot of different personalities in hand, and when they're already keeping a little bit of secrets from Sarah, that's not good and. Anyway, I think it's going to be lead to more drama. Yeah, happy if Taylor's happy. Will. Happy if Lauren's happy. If it was just a one night thing, who cares? Like whatever, let them have she fun. Was but bold, it's, though. it's gonna yeah, be it's a little bit more mm-hmm. than it's going to cause drama. Obviously, it's going to cause drama and friction. I think within it's going to cause more than that. The company. I think it's going to be some big explosives. Explosive. It's yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to say it's more than just a little drama, Nadine. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But there is some more love interest. So that's another little subplot that's happening throughout this episode. Well, mm-hmm. but the thing is, is um, there's no love interest with Sarah so far. Yeah, but we don't know. It's, We've always kind of predicted something's yeah. happening there, right? So. Hmm. Who knows what's going to happen? Might but you're right. Really, uh, a triangle, right? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> There is some drama happening there. Right. Um, so going back to, to Sanford, what's happening there, um, Taylor ends up super impressing Sanford, and Sanford hops on board with Taylor and was really taken mm-hmm. by Taylor the same way that his son was taken by Taylor and was like, yeah, no, are we have a common enemy, basically, and I also have an investment in this company, and I, I want to see it do good. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm on board. You are my best shot. So that's massive. And then mm-hmm. Bobby and Rebecca end up finding out right. about that. In typical Bobby fashion of, I will strip every personal asset you have. I will get to the root of it, and then I will find out. Well, and the guy immediately yeah, goes, uh, Taylor Mason. Yep, Taylor Mason. It's just yeah, true right. Bobby fashion. Um, and they find out what's happening, and they found it out quickly, so they were able to nip it in the bud. Right. And we're able to see, actually, that uh, – the American champion, which mm. is the title of this episode, mm-hmm. has to do with Sanford. And it's mm-hmm. his mentality and it's what he's actually titling his memoir, his book. Right. He has a big sense of wanting to keep things in America, keep business, keep trade. Mm-hmm. Um, the American dream. American have that, yeah, have mm-hmm. that thriving, the American dream. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that. So when you when you talk to him about anything that has to do with that, he's going to be hooked on and he's going to want to be a part and of it. And that's what hooked him to... Uh, Rebecca, of course, sold it. Okay, so what did you think about that? What did you think about the way that she talked and the story she said to him? She was really being uh, genuine. Mm -hmm. She was being really truthful. And, you know, anytime you start a story off about your humble beginnings as a child growing up, and we Mm -hmm. know as children you all have dreams Mm -hmm. as to, you know, you see something as a child and you say one day I'm going to, own that or one day I'm going to become this. And so um, she was just pretty much pouring out her heart to him to let him know that she always had a dream to buy that department store one day because her parents could never really afford 
to take her in that store and buy yeah. her the nice fancy things. Yeah, and you yeah. actually like the way she was talking, you could just paint that picture. I could yeah. see the ice cream Little in the girl. fountains. I yeah. could see everything she wanted to do. And I think that just the way that she was, she even like when she was telling the story, she was leaning forward. Mm-hmm. She was leaning forward and just being open. Yeah. You know, she wasn't like sitting back like this. She was just open to him and talking just on a personal mm-hmm. level, even though she just met the guy. And the reason he came to Axe Cap when he came in, he came in angry because Bobby slash Wags, they bought the company he he was going to buy um, to keep it away from Chinese investors right. so it didn't go to China. And so that's what drew him back. Mm-hmm. And Bobby is just always one step ahead, 20 steps ahead of these people. And I love it every time we see that. Um, but there was an interesting line that he said. He said, if you can, Sanford said this, he goes, if you can make this fallen man part of something good, yeah. then you can make all of us part of something great. great. And I think mm-hmm. that is just, it's so real for what we've been feeling Rebecca has been doing to Bobby. Mm-hmm. Helping him in that way, just making him, I don't know, changing him a little. Because he She's went bringing through. bringing out a softer side. Yeah, because he went through hell and back during like that divorce and figuring out everything happening with Lara. And so now he has another woman in his life. And like mm-hmm. he's the type of person that needs needs that soundboard and needs someone to reel him in. But somebody that's just as smart as he is mm-hmm. in business. And, you know, she's really well rounded. Yeah. So no, she's wonderful. Yeah. She's able to talk command a room. She's smart. She's beautiful. She gives him good advice. Mm-hmm. Um, but the craziest thing is that when Taylor hears that they lost, uh, they lost the whole deal. Um, they think of this as a good thing because this means that there's possibly weakness Mm -hmm. that Taylor can dive into between the relationship of Bobby and Rebecca because the way that they stood up for each other where Bobby's like well I'll sit off the board and Rebecca's like no you're not knowing full well that she could have lost the deal right in front of her but they both protected each other in that way Mm -hmm. and that's why he went on board so he sees that as a positive and that's why he signed with Bobby and Rebecca whereas Taylor sees it as as a weakness as something that you can tap into um, so do you think that it's, I mean, we talked about this, but it's like Taylor is becoming so much like Axe, right? Old Axe, I would say, right? In yeah, that way of like, is. you look at everything of where is their weakness? Where's that one point? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is Bobby never gets weak and maybe he is going to get weak because of his love. I don't think Taylor wants to go up against Rebecca. Now you said that, mm-hmm. you know, that Rebecca is nice and sweet and all that. Yeah. We see that. But. I think that if you cross Rebecca, oh, for sure. you are going to see yeah. something fierce come out of her. Yeah. So Taylor better tread very carefully mm-hmm. if she is trying to go up against both of them. Oh, I mean, it's that's that's where's this all going to go? It's just so much tit for tat back and forth on every end. And we'll talk about it with Chuck, too, even with Chuck and Jock and all that stuff happening. It's like, when what's that big explosion that's going to be with all yeah, of that? Right, right. Um, but no, I think you're right. I think we love Rebecca. We love her personality. But yeah, no, she's a she's a boss ass. No, woman. I wouldn't mess with her. <laughs> I wouldn't mess with no, her. No, heck no. She is. She's amazing. Um, so, and what else is amazing is something amazing that you have to tell all of our fans. That was an interesting transition. It was. It was. <laughs> you're on top away. of it, girl. Take it away, always. Regina. <laughs> well, we here at After Buzz TV, Nadine and I, and the entire After Buzz TV family, just want to thank you all for supporting us. And uh, we appreciate your viewership and continued support. So uh, we would love for you to go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. You can also uh, 
go to YouTube and give us the thumbs up and subscribe to our page. So just, Mm -hmm. guys, we love your comments, and we do go on, and we read your comments regardless. Yeah. But you guys are showing us the love all the time, and so we really appreciate it. So just keep them coming, and we try to answer you guys back. Yeah, you guys are the best. So thank you very much for that. Uh, So while Bobby was having to deal with this billionaire situation on one end, on the other end, he has to deal with office politics and stuff that's happening over this flagship scenario. Mm. Um, so let's just start off first that we got to see a lot of stuff happening just in Axe Caps. Uh, there are workers there that we don't really get to see a lot. Mm. We saw that how Bonnie is just being hit on by all these guys pretty much mm. at work. I mean, she's like the only other woman there. I yeah. mean, there's a couple other women, but I mean, she's like, she's the, one of the main women there besides Wendy. Um, and Spiros brings her a cup of coffee, watches her drink it like a creep that he is. He's, yeah, he's so weird. Uh, but she's getting handled by him. And then Dollar Bill wants to take her on a date. And then we know, we talked Drinks. about this earlier, what happens. Mm. Um, and so she really just can't handle it. So she goes into Wendy's office, shuts the door and is like, yo, I don't know what to do. Cause I kind of want to, kind of want to hook up with him, but, uh, how do I do it and not make anything messy? And I wasn't buying it. Bonnie mm. is no damsel in distress. <laughs> but I think her and I think her and Wendy were just friends. I think she wasn't going in there okay. for more of like a like a girl talk. I think it was just girl yeah. talk. Okay, because they've been running yeah. together. They've been talking mm. about stuff. I think okay. it, it was more of that than yeah. like I need a therapist over this. Yeah, <laughs> right. And she was like, ah, uh, might want to you know get a fast one or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, cracks me up. Not trying to you know be your third wife or anything. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Who knows? <laughs> who no? I know because I think a great line when Dollar Bill is hitting on her, she's like, "Well, normally I only go for men with one wife. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I like men that. with two wives." Right. And I thought that was in a brilliant line. Right. Man, I I don't know. I don't know what he's doing with all that. Um, but in the <laughs> middle of that, we see Ben Kim come in flustered mm. and just Ben Kim esque style of presenting any type of news and says that Axe Cap has a fund for its employees, which is an elite fund called Flagship, where returns are three times greater than the main fund, but only key employees are in it. And Ben Kim is upset about it that mm-hmm. he's not in it. Um, Bonnie immediately is like, whoa, wait, what's happening? Mm-hmm. And Wendy immediately goes, no, that got dissolved mm-hmm. back when Axe was dealing with his legal troubles. There's nothing there. And Ben's like, oh, okay. He just mm-hmm. believes that. Like, he mm-hmm. just believes whatever people tell him or whatever mm-hmm. Wendy says. He's a little gullible. And Bonnie wasn't quite taking she it wasn't at all. And Wendy, you know, because Wendy didn't really answer the question of like, hey, are you in this fund? And Wendy mm-hmm. just didn't answer it because it's supposed to be secretive. My thing is, it's just like immediately Bonnie got upset by this, but does she have a right to be upset when she just joined the company recently? She's like one of the newer employees to the company. I saw it as she doesn't have a right to complain about this. I feel like you have to work your way up to anything like that. You don't just deserve extra money like that. I don't think they should make it secretive. Mm -hmm. I think it should be an incentive for them to work harder to be a a part of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not something where you just choose uh, certain employees, key employees, which I can understand if you have key employees, they go above and beyond whatever their regular um, job description is, Mm -hmm. perhaps. But I think it should be a club that everybody can be a part of if you, uh, you know, maybe hit your cell numbers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's something you can work towards. In More the, of an incentive. Yeah, incentive to be yeah. a part of. I kind of understood it, though. I understood that it was just more of like, it's a fun that no one needs to know about. It's just mm-hmm. for 
me, Bobby. It's for Bobby, Wags, Wendy, and Dollar Bill's only in it because he helped Bobby during his legal troubles, mm-hmm. and that was Bobby's payment to him. Right. So these are just like the core people. I mean, it's the core three people that mm-hmm. basically kind of are the heart and soul of the company, and then Dollar Bill's in it just because he kind of got his way into it. As a, So I understand if it's just like for them. Just let it be for them. I just felt like the way that Bonnie went about it was just so... It was just gross and just all about money and just like that. I mean, they're all just all about money, but it just it weirded me out. I didn't like it at all. It showed people's true colors. Well, I think uh, obviously Taylor had to be a part of it. Oh, or yeah. They see that. when they was yeah. working at mm-hmm. Axe Cap because mm-hmm. how wouldn't Fee know about it? Mm-hmm. So she planted it to him. Oh, well, to, yeah, Taylor or, Mif- I mean, Fee may have heard of it um, from Dollar Bill or something. You never you never know where that Taylor came from. Taylor told him because she had to be a part of it mm-hmm. when she was there because she was high up. But I don't know if Taylor was ever in that fund. I don't know if that was a thing or not. She brought it up to Bonnie. I bet she was. She yeah. knew pretty much everything that was going on at X-Cap, whether yeah. she was supposed to know or not. Yeah. She, I, wa- I wonder if they were in it or not. I have mm, no idea. But I yeah, that's, so. a, that's a thought. And that's the thing, too. It's like... Hey everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. All of this is happening now at XCAP, causing trouble, stirring stuff up. We see Spiros is now their leader of the people that want to, you know, be a part of this fund. And the thing about the leader is they didn't care because the first guy who ever goes in there is going to get chopped off. And they knew that. So they're like, well, if, if it's him, oh, he can go. Yeah, we don't he's care. He's disposable. Yeah, he's disposable. Exactly. Yeah. And Axe does what Axe does best. He whips everyone back into shape, back in line. Wags is his, his companion, his sidekick, opens the doors up. So everyone in the office can hear like the yelling that Bobby's giving. Um, everyone runs away because they're all scared and tarnished. And and we see what it actually is. We see that um, uh, we see that it actually came from Taylor, like we talked about. And mm-hmm. Bobby notices that mm-hmm. just because it just clicks. It, it, that's how brilliant, how smart he is. He's just looking at Bonnie talking with some of the employees, like Ben Kim, and is like, "Oh wait." She's getting posted by Taylor. Mm-hmm. Taylor caused this whole thing and then found out how it was all connected, found out that it was Mafi that told one of the employees. Um, so it's it's all a thing of Taylor every single day is trying their best to just get into Axe Cap, trying to destroy it. Mm-hmm. And I Disrupt think, things. And I think Taylor will not be satisfied until it's actually gone, right? I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean... It's not going to happen. But that's what they're working towards, little by little, right? Well, but she may be so obsessed with doing it. Let's first of all, she's not as big as X Cap. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have the staff that he has, and so I think at some point she's going to drive herself crazy trying to destroy him. She'll do that to herself before he does it to her, yeah. I think. But it's crazy because because he was their mentor, 
he knows the plays. He knows he knows like mainly how Taylor's acting. So I, I'm sure that may have been a play that Bobby would have done to try and get someone from Taylor. And so that's why he was able to see it ahead of time and like really pinpoint it. And so when Bonnie goes into the office to talk with Taylor, Taylor thinks this is an amazing thing. Oh my god, I'm poaching her. Mm-hmm. And then pops up Bobby on the on phone. The I thought that was brilliant. But what Bonnie got out of it was what Bonnie wanted was now into this new fund mm-hmm. that is amazing and dollar bills out of He's it. out of it. Which is just crazy how that all happened. And if if it was, if it had nothing to do with poaching, right? And if it had only to do with just Bonnie being selfish, I think Bobby would have been even more upset. But because it had to do with Taylor and how Bonnie said, no, I'm not going with Taylor, then Bobby gave, yeah. gave in. Because you have to. Wanted. Or you you know you're going to lose your employee. Mm-hmm. That was like the only thing to do. He he had to do that. Right. Um, Angela Hardwick says, now Wendy knows that she can also be a killer when needed. Taylor will make a mistake and destroy themselves. That's what I just I, said. Yeah, you did. And I think I think that's true. It's There's something that's going to happen there. There's going to be a misstep somewhere. And you just see the coldness. You see the darkness in their eyes now. And I understand it. There's They've gone through a lot. They're trying to do a lot. But also, they also did leave. And they did cause this own ruckus on themselves. Um, so, uh, yeah, something's going to happen. Something's going to go crazy and change with that. And either Bobby or Taylor are going to be their own downfalls, in a sense. Well, I think Taylor mm-hmm. more so than Bobby. Taylor more so than Bobby. Um, but, yeah, okay, so that was Bobby's side of stuff for this episode, which mm-hmm. was a lot, but he handled it all, and he came out on top this episode. Mm-hmm. I'd say Bobby's side, Bobby did well for himself, yeah, right? He yeah, he did. He did well. He got what he needed. He, he got helped, a little revenge. Helped his girl out. Helped his girl out, saved his position. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and... He, he didn't call Chuck. And didn't he need, didn't Chuck's need help. Chuck this time. You are right. Didn't need Chuck's oh help for gosh. that. The big boy did all on his own. Of course. Um, <laughs> we'll get to Wendy needing Chuck and him being a big Yes, yes. Now, her. yeah, exactly. Let's dive on over to <clears throat> Chuck's side of things. Um, and let's start with this dinner for his son's birthday. There was a birthday party, and you're sitting there, and you just see how senior, Chuck senior, is just such an ass to his grandkids. Like, literally gives him a slinky for his birthday, swears at him, tells him to go away, and then you just realize, oh, this is probably why Chuck is the way he is. Mm-hmm. Just look at the parenting. Mm-hmm. Like, And grandparents are just supposed to be, like, nicer, I think, to the grandkids than even their own kids, but yes. you don't even see that there. <laughs> right? And that kind of, like, terrifies me. If that's being nicer than he was a Chuck, I don't know. Well, but now you see where Chuck gets... Yeah. Uh, all his issues. All of his... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's... He's just like his dad. Well, it's all about he how really you're raised. Is, and stuff. You know, yeah. he's like his dad. I mean, he was so disappointing in this episode to oh, me. Oh yeah, we'll with, dive. We'll get into yeah. it. But I this, can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this dinner is where we see kind of the the pressure that's being put on Chuck from Wendy and his father to get stuff done. Mm-hmm. And this is important stuff for for both ends. I mean, for his dad, this is all his dad's ever wanted, and this mm-hmm. is all we've been seeing this entire season this is getting this project mm-hmm. up and running. And for Wendy, this is a personal thing. Wendy messed up. It's of Wendy's own doing. It's her life. But Wendy, her Wendy knew no. Knows that that she was in the wrong, but no, but is asking Chuck for help, and so they're both putting pressure on Chuck there. And Chuck just gets up and walks away and goes, "Okay, I'm going back to work." Well, she's I'm asking go Chuck to be a killer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, yeah, exactly. So Wendy talks, sits down with Chuck, asks him to to be a killer, and there's a couple great quotes there. Mm-hmm. She says, um, "You wanted to know what you could do to make things better mm-hmm. between us. This is it." 
And she also said, bargaining never won a woman back, but selfless acts of love have. Yes. Which are two main important lines there because Mm -hmm. it's true. And it looked like she was like kind of begging him to help her out, which was, it was mind blowing to me because what do we make of his initial hesitation to help her out? He was just like, oh no, I can't do that. Now you want to, yeah, you're going to get me in trouble. That's not in my Mm -hmm. jurisdiction. I can't do this. How do you feel about that? Well, this is his wife. Yeah. Supposedly the mother of his children and supposedly love of his life, mm-hmm. obviously. He already screwed up at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season, putting their business out in the street. And so you would think at this point in time, he would really be jumping over the Brooklyn Bridge to get something done for mm-hmm. Wendy. Yeah. He knows how proud she is, and I talked about this last week, how proud she is about her accomplishments in her career. And she did own up to her mistakes, and I was happy to hear her say that because I think maybe, like I said, will the real Wendy Rhodes please stand up? Mm-hmm. And I think now she's coming back full circle to you know, realize what her mistakes were, realize how low she stooped, mm-hmm. going after Taylor, getting her hands dirty like Axe and uh, Chuck would do. Yeah. like And just really losing mm-hmm. um, her integrity mm-hmm. for um, her job and her status mm-hmm. and her career being so important to her, being Dr. Wendy Rose. And she said that. That she saw that she had turned into somebody else and how low she had gotten Mm -hmm. and that she needed her job. She needed that to help find herself again. Mm -hmm. And what does he do? Mm -hmm. Constantly just try to tell her, I don't think it can be done. I don't think I can help you. Yeah, just doesn't want to flat out. And he goes up to the prison and he sees the sky. Yeah, yeah. You know, that goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then he has an opportunity to help Wendy, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. He had he could have made the right choice mm-hmm. when he talked to Brian. Yeah, yes, and we will dive into mm-hmm. that. I know, I know you're upset, girl, and I love the passion you have there, too, because it is that initial talk that Wendy and him had there. It was like, hey, I'm asking you as your wife and someone who we're on the rocks right now. Yeah. If you want to help me and help our relationship, build me trust back. Do this thing for me. And then, like, basic, which I hate that their marriage is on, like, I do this, you do this, and then maybe we'll be happy. That's not going to lead to happiness, one. But two, it's just like, hey, you did all this horrible stuff to me. This is the last thing you have to do to kind of make up for all of that. Mm -hmm. Make up for it, do this. And then he was just finally gave in. But it took a little bit of convincing, which is just, it is frustrating because if it's for Bobby, if it's for himself, it's for anyone kind of else to help him out, then he'll do it. But for the woman that he supposedly loves, he's just, he has the hesitation. It super annoyed me. Um, Angela says it seems Angela Hardwick says it seems to me that Chuck is trying to push Wendy by not helping when he clearly can. Yeah, I think maybe he's he he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to have what he thinks he wants. Possibly. Um, Yogi Lion says, what's up with the writers really taking it overboard with the Taylor feud? So not enjoying this show anymore. Oh, wow. Yogi Lion. That's a deep one. But no, the writing has. (laughs) 
The writing has been a little different this it's, season. It's very, ugh, it's so vindictive. It is, and it's getting dark, and that's why I think our predictions are more so of, like, what is the big thing that's going to happen? Because yeah. you can't go this dark without you, something you crazy. You can't just keep, uh, you know, doing tit for tat. Yeah. And so I think that we are headed for a really shock. Yeah, a big a shock. shocking ending to yep. this season. So while Chuck is, and I'm excited to see what it is, and we'll talk about it uh, soon when we see it. And then, uh, so Chuck is trying to now go help Wendy, but he's also helping Chuck Rhodes Sr. He's helping his papa out. Um, His dad says if he doesn't get his plans moving forward, the loans are going to crush him. So basically go hurt Jock and Brian and then come back to me when it's fixed. Like, do whatever you can. And he has the ideas with the porter potties Mm. and rerouting where the waste goes to. Um, And he ends up going to Jock. Chuck's house, he sees the train, gets this amazing idea, which as much as like Chuck is crazy, like he's kind of brilliant too. He oh, sees yeah. that. He's a sure. smart man. He's vindictive, but he's a smart man. I'll take the crap to him. Exactly. And so that's why I'm is is the larger metaphor here that all of this revenge is just a pile of crap anyway? That's what I was sure thinking. It is. is it's it a the pile big metaphor? Of crap, but they're serious about this crap. Oh yeah. So of course it's a metaphor, but that was brilliant. On it was <laughs> because it's the one thing this guy Jock, like what he he cares about the most is his religion, his home, his yeah. farm. Like though, like on top of being just like a you know a boss powerhouse mm-hmm. in in his job, he also cares about these little things at home and having a smell like that. Oh mm-hmm. oh oh no, yeah. that messes up his home life. Oh yeah, and that's no good for anyone. But but of course him. Um, but I thought it was brilliant the way that Chuck Chuck kind of handled this one little dig at Jock. I thought it was just hilarious. He ends up calling all the little mayors and all the little towns, reroutes the train tracks, and have it just stop right mm-hmm. in front of Jock's house so yeah. that he's able to get some leverage Ugh. on him. And Brian. Um, so, as you said before, so Chuck's doing that with trying to help his dad to try and get a deal. And then, yeah, he's going to jail for Wendy to meet um, with a, a man that he actually put in jail, mm-hmm. Ari Gilbert, uh, so he can get more info on the loopholes of the boards right. and the medical board and the medical boards of how he can go mm-hmm. in there and basically win this fight for Wendy. But he went in. Now we know he went in there knowing that he probably wasn't going to get anything from this guy. He just wanted it to be logged in the books so that Brian and jock and kate that they could find find out out. about it um but the whole scene between him and ari the hannibal lecter references they were making and everything was so on point Mm. because when the shot of of chuck walking through the jail and Mm -hmm. then you see ari standing there he looked like a serial killer like Mm. he looked like terrifying in that uniform too and just the way they were talking just Oh, it all mm-hmm. you're creepy. Yeah. It was it got very creepy very quickly. Um, but Chuck's plan clearly, as we saw, it works. And Brian ends up meeting with Chuck to hash out a plan. Okay, move this darn train because Jock's up my butt right now, and he wants this gone. Or I'm basically I'm the guy who has the big pile of crap on my desk if this doesn't happen. Um, and Brian gives this great deal. Move the trains and also get off this election board, this mobile voting election board. Yeah. And then I will help Wendy and I will help your dad. Two massive things for two so important people in his life. And what does he say, Regina? He said no. He says no. So. It is like, it just baffles my mind. So this fully shows that Chuck takes his pride and revenge that he has over his own family but members. But I think it's it's even more than that. Yeah. I think if he can get that mobile um, voting pass, mm-hmm. he 
might have higher aspirations as far as, you know, running for office. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's so, thinking his own, his own he's so selfish that it's everything is for him. Everything is to try and beat out Jock even more that right. that wouldn't be a big enough hit. He wants to do something else. He wants to stay on this board so he can hurt Jock even more. But like, look what you're doing to your father and to Wendy, you know, and it's just it's insane to me. And it makes me I'm sorry to say it, it makes me hate him even more. Like, I, I'm just not liking him as a person. Anymore. I think he would have, uh, if he had to make a choice, he would have uh, done it for his father over Wendy. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, be- yeah, because I don't think he's really, I think he loves Wendy. I think he loves the idea of Wendy, but he loves himself more than anything. Well, but you heard what Wendy told him uh, mm-hmm. about how he has to uh, make sure that he does everything right for his dad, that yep. he comes through for his dad. He yep. doesn't want the guilt, and he wants his dad this approval mm-hmm. from his dad. So he's always doing whatever he can to approve, yeah, to satisfy his dad and get his dad's approval. Yeah, and then that look at the end when Chuck tells Wendy, hey, I couldn't do it for you. I couldn't do it. And Wendy just goes, well, I know if you could, you would have or something. If there was a way, you would have. And she knows full well that he could have done it. She's seen him. She's seen him pull off miracles of stuff when he wants to. She knows. And that's a, you could see, like, was she tearing up or is that just me? I could see just her maybe she was tearing, tearing up. up like, wow, he just, like, I think she realized maybe he just doesn't actually care. Well, for her to have to pretty much beg him. And then he also just doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't actually end up doing it. You know, he doesn't come through with it. And she knows he's lying. She knows him so well. She's also like a therapist. She knows how people think. She knows how people are when they're in different situations. I think she could read him like a book there. Yeah. So. So. Um, yeah. Crazy. I don't. But that was know the episode. If their marriage is going to last past mm-hmm. this season. Yeah, but let's get into some news and then maybe so. predictions about what you have about news. Yeah. Because what's going to happen for next season? Well, exciting news, gang. Ahead of Billion Season 4 finale, Showtime has ordered a fifth season. Yay! It's exciting. Of the hit drama series yep. starring Paul Giamatti and Damian Lewis. Yep. And the renewal comes amid strong viewership numbers for Billions. Good job, Which fans. is Good currently job. averaging 4.2 million viewers per week. Oh, wow. Across all platforms. Oh, wow. That's a good so number. That's a great thing. Yeah. And our billions, gang, we got yeah. a lot of fans. And that's all you guys and us. And so I'm ho- that makes me so happy. I mean, yeah. I knew that they had to renew it, but we were talking about this before. It's like, it's tell- like this industry, you can never predict it, even if a show's going so well. So. I'm happy. That was some good news you brought today, Regina. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Let's get into some predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. So I know that we had a lot of predictions just throughout this entire chat. Um, But what is your main one? Let's do one big one. I got to do two. Two. All right, girl. I'll give you two. It's Mother's Day. I'll give you two. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, number one. Yeah. Lauren is working for Bobby. Whoa. That's a. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Oh my gosh. And number two. Oh my god, I lost my train yeah. of thought after that. The sound Go ahead, tell me yours. I'll think of it. Okay. Mine yeah. is uh I think that Wendy is going to actually keep her license. There's no way she's not going to. I think she may have to get her hands dirty or actually ask Chuck or ask for help mm-hmm. over Chuck. And I think the marriage is going to be no more. And I think next season yeah. we will see even more of that. I mm-hmm. think 
we always keep saying, no, this is the final nail in the coffin of that being over. But I think this is even more so that he just doesn't care enough to help her out of a sticky situation when he had the he had the ability to. No, no, no. And That's she'll not find fly. out. Brian will make sure That's he not going to fly. That. Not gonna fly. Um, but yeah, that's my that's my prediction. Thank you guys so much for talking in the chat. Um, Melanie Cagle, you said I'm glad Chuck didn't help Wendy, his dad, or Axe this episode. Tired of watching him clean up their mess. Want to see him fight Jock? Wow, Melanie, what a Whoa. prediction there. Uh, yeah, that's a whole different side to it. So, yeah. uh, but thank you for that. Thank you, chat. Um, you guys can find me everywhere this week on social media at Nadine Delapel. And where can they find you? Uh, on Instagram, guys, at Regina Coles. At Regina Coles. Thank you guys so much for watching. And we will be back next week to do another, or next week, I believe. I think next week, actually, we're on hiatus. Checking on that for you guys. If it's not next week, the week after. But love you guys. See you soon. Bye bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 